Would you say you're a good communicator? Have you ever thought about what the phrase kingdom communication could possibly mean? In today's episode, we are exploring the difference between cultural and kingdom communication. We will explore things such as how communication provides confidence, how lack of confidence produces delay, and we even dive into how distance opens up space for the spirit of offense. We really have an incredible opportunity to use our words and our actions to uplift others. Speaking of that, I received a five-star review with that exact title, Uplifting, by April MR16, and it says, I have known Corey for years, and this podcast is like spending one-on-one time with her. It always leaves me feeling uplifted and refueled. April, you are such a gem, and I know your employees and all those you encounter on a daily basis are blessed because of your kindness and your continued words of affirmation. I love giving back and honoring our listeners by featuring them in a future episode and in our weekly newsletter. So please go ahead, head over to iTunes and leave your very own review because I would love to feature you in a future episode. For now, let's explore how kingdom communication may just be the catalyst for someone's breakthrough. Hey, hey, Mama. Welcome back to the Treasured Mama podcast. I'm Corey Messer, a kingdom life coach and messy mompreneur, and I want to know if you're like me. Have you ever felt like you've lost yourself in all the things? Or perhaps you just need some encouragement on this messy journey of authentic motherhood? In this space, we love sharing routines, rhythms, and real stories of real moms as we declutter our heads, our hearts, and our homes to discover clarity and confidence. If you're ready to gain clarity on who God designed you to be, create simple systems for a more peaceful household, and connect with other mamas doing the same, this podcast is right up your alley. My prayer is this episode will encourage you, so grab a drink, take a mommy moment, and listen in to today's goodness. Hey, Treasured Mama, welcome back to the podcast. Corey here, and we are diving into all things kingdom communication. You're probably wondering... What in the world is kingdom communication? And what kingdom am I communicating with or on behalf of? I'm so glad you asked. We are diving into kingdom communication as it relates to the kingdom of God. This means when we communicate, we are doing so in a way that aligns with the heart of the Father so we can effectively bring heaven down to earth. We do this in all of our relationships every single day, the communication side. Doing it from a kingdom perspective is the side that you may gain some revelation, some high-level tips that can help you with implementation. I'm very excited to dive in and share a few things that have worked for me in my marriage, with my kids, in the general public. And I want to explore that with you today by first starting with a story. There is a family that we are very close with. We think of the parents in that family as an auntie and an uncle to our children and vice versa. It's this beautiful, not blood-related connection that feels like family. We had decided we were going to take 
all of our kids that we had at the time and go to a hotel that had a water park inside of it. This was a really big deal for us because their kids don't go do those type of things a lot and we don't go do those things often either. We tend to do outdoor activities or stay close to home and it really was just our season of life because we had young, young kids. When we did this, we decided we're going all out. We are doing all the things. Water park, we're doing it. And not just once, we're spending a ton of time there. We threw out all of the healthy eating protocol. We had pizza beside the water. It was absolutely wonderful. One of those memories that I believe will be a core memory for our children. Just today, I was nursing my youngest, getting her ready for bed. When I was doing that, I was thinking how grateful I am that my husband and I have such good communication and how good that feels when you are communicating effectively and you're doing it in a kingdom way, meaning you're doing it from a place of love. And then this story popped into my head about communicating with people and how when you are in good communication, it really leads to confidence in making quick decisions. So we're at the water park and the kids had been coming down the slide. And so one of the dads was down in the water and the other dad would say, kid, to prepare him that there was a child coming. And even though they had their floaties to be there for some extra confidence or resolution if their head went underwater or what have you. So that was working seamlessly. That was really great. And then I was coming down the slide and because there was no kid in sight, the other dad kind of was looking in a different place. And when I got real close to the bottom, my husband yells, kid. So that dad turns around, hands ready to grab the kid, which actually was me. And you can about imagine when we saw each other, I'm leaning one way, he's leaning the other way. And we had such a good laugh and we were just giggling. But it just reminded me, there are those moments where things are happening so fast. It may be a lot going on in your life. It may be a lot of emotions at once. It may be a lot of unexpected spontaneity, meaning you had all the plans and none of them came to fruition. In those moments, it is necessary for us to make a quick decision. When we delay on something, it is generally true we are lacking in confidence. And that's where the delay comes. As I'm coming down this slide and I hear my husband yell this out, I know because this other man is a man of God that would want to take care of the child coming down that he's going to be ready to catch this kid. So I squealed and leaned one way. I was able to non-verbally communicate that because I couldn't formulate my words. And he leaned the other way and it was fine and we all had a good giggle. However, if I wasn't confident in how to communicate to him in a way that he would receive, for example, letting out a loud scream and leaning almost exaggerated in one direction so he could go the other direction, we could have had a collision of sorts. And the consequence of that would have been some uncomfortable conversations afterward. I say that joking because it was fun and we had a good giggle about it and my husband is a lot funnier than I so he would do something goofy like that and we were all blessed by what he brings to the table seeing an opportunity to just be goofy. 
However, if my husband and I were not in a place where we communicate well and we have been very tender with each other's hearts, I may have felt like he put me in a position that I didn't want to be in. Ask yourself that specific to your marital relationship. Are you and your husband communicating in a way where you can joke and you can laugh in a lighthearted and appropriate way and there's not that deep spirit of offense that comes into that? Or is that an area that you get to work on? If you are communicating with your husband and you're doing it in a way that is consistent but it is out of alignment with the kingdom, then I want to ask you, how can you do better? Because when we are not communicating, we lack the understanding of where the other person is at, or we create our own stories and narratives about where they're at on certain subjects. And because of that, it can either create miscommunication or it can create unnecessary delay because we're not confident in moving forward. There have been times in my own life experience, if it's my marriage or with a friend or my child or even out in the community where one or both of us were not communicating well, we weren't confident in taking the next step. We delayed or just avoided taking the next step. And the consequences of that were projects not getting finished, a delay in a blessing being delivered to somebody missed opportunities, feelings being hurt, and it could have all been avoided if we would have simply taken the time to make sure the other person's heart was being treated in a respectful and loving way. And that is kingdom. Just think for a moment, have you ever been in a situation, let's say five years ago, where maybe communication wasn't great and you had an interaction with somebody and one or both of you got deeply offended? It was really challenging. And then you come to present day five years later, you have a very similar experience and it was wonderful because you've been communicating well, because your hearts were aligned with knowing where each person stood. When we don't communicate, delay tends to happen. When we do communicate outside of the kingdom, hurt tends to happen. When we're communicating We don't want to have delay. We don't want to have hurt. We don't want that to be such commonplace that we expect to be hurt in certain relationships. However, when we are communicating according to the kingdom of God, it can open up so much opportunity to bloom as an individual, to grow as a couple or as a child with your parent, or as a community member with another community member. And when that growth happens, multiplication can be a result. I'm going to give you an example. Let's say there is a married couple and they are just in the thick of it. They have multiple young kids. The mom is nursing the baby. So naturally she's going to be spending more time pouring into the baby in that season. And the dad is feeling a bit neglected, but he feels like he can't really say anything because the mom is doing a good thing. This would be an example of instead of communicating, these are my hurts or this is how I'm feeling, they just don't communicate. The father begins to create this narrative that 
his wife doesn't see him as a priority. She's always with the child. She's not talking to him about any of the things. The mom feels as if the dad has stopped communicating because she is not a priority. You have both of them either creating a story or not communicating, and it is allowing an opportunity for disconnection to happen. It's inviting in the spirit of offense. As a result of this, they are not on the same sheet of music. So this overflows onto their kids. They begin to experience some unexpressed tension. You know, when you walk into an environment and in that atmosphere, you can feel the tension even if nobody says a word. And people probably aren't saying much if there is that tension or the things they're saying are unkind and not in alignment with the kingdom. Now you have a mom and a dad that are both feeling unseen by their spouse. That's overflowing onto their kids. And their kids don't necessarily know what to do with these emotions. They're at an age where emotional regulation on something of this magnitude isn't something they've developed yet. So they go to a community event, they're at the basketball game, at the high school, they're sitting there and somebody comes up and says something to the husband about how, oh, won't it be nice to get your wife back? And he's just talking about how the mom is all involved with the kids and and he's being lighthearted. If that's right or wrong, he's just kind of joking and the dad totally loses it. Why? Because... There's a spirit of offense and he already feels neglected. So now he's triggered and this creates a whole situation with the family in a public dynamic, which then causes the public to make judgments on this family. Can you see how this is multiplying in a way that we don't want it to? If you identify this is something that has or is currently happening in your family dynamic, between you and your spouse or another relationship, I encourage you to do the next right thing. And that is simply taking responsibility for your part in the breakdown of communication. You want to be in a place where even if you get thrown off a little bit from your regular plans, you can make a confident, quick decision. And if it is the best decision, you can celebrate And if it's not the best decision, you know that you did the best you could with what you had and you will communicate that to someone until you arrive at a best solution. When we shift from cultural communication into kingdom communication, we can have multiplication in the right direction. Here's a writer downer. Understand that cultural communication may be appropriate in some areas. Kingdom communication is always appropriate in every area. There are things that we may say here on earth that are appropriate and align with the kingdom of God. However, there are other things we may say that are not in alignment with God. But when you are communicating from a kingdom perspective, something that aligns with the Father, no matter what culture, no matter what community you are engaging with, that is always appropriate. Regardless of people's opinions, if I show up and I am speaking from a heart position of love, that is aligned with the kingdom of God. If somebody is offended by that, 
because they are currently partnering with the kingdom of darkness, it doesn't mean kingdom communication is inappropriate. It simply means that person gets to have some heart healing and you loving them enough to share with them what the Father wants you to share with them may be the catalyst for their breakthrough. In summary today, I encourage you, no matter what situation or community or culture you are in, ask yourself that question. Number one, am I communicating in a kingdom way? And number two, in the areas that I'm not, how do I get to show up with greater intentionality so that I am? And number three, repent to God. Ask him for forgiveness for the areas you either haven't been communicating because of fear or you've been communicating in a way that's not aligned with his kingdom. And repent simply means you are asking for forgiveness from the Father and then you do in fact desire to do different and you take those steps to do different. It is so powerful when we think of communication, how it is always essential verbal communication, nonverbal communication, 100%, I have no doubt that the combination of me screaming out loud and leaning dramatically to the left side, that was a dynamic combination to express, hey, I'm not a kid, get out of my way. If I had not used verbal and nonverbal, I may not have been as effective because the verbal grabbed the attention right away. The nonverbal gave him a clear representation of the direction he needed to go to avoid the collision. So when you are walking this out and you're asking yourself, how do I begin to communicate in a kingdom way? Know that God's communication, which I call kingdom communication, will never go against his word. So if you're not sure, dive into the Bible. Go to blueletterbible.org. If you don't have a physical Bible, that's a phenomenal resource. And begin to search things out in the word of God. And if it aligns with the word, then you absolutely know that it is something that is appropriate when you are pursuing kingdom communication. If you take nothing else away from this, I simply want you to have an increased awareness that your words matter. Your actions matter. Your verbal and nonverbal communication matters. If you are aware or not, it shifts the atmospheres, the places and spaces that you encounter. And you can do a very basic test with this. Go into a space or a place in your home or outside of your home and approach somebody with the question, what are you doing? And then say it like this, what are you doing? And see if you get a different reaction. It's the same words. It's a different heart space. Asking because you are curious genuinely about what they're doing is kingdom. You are generally interested in them as a person and what they're doing. And it invites them. It is an invitation to intimacy, to go deeper in the conversation with you. The second one is accusatory, as if to imply what they're doing is wrong or inappropriate. And that is going to invite in the spirit of offense. Be kind with your words. Be loving with your actions. And as you begin to gain a greater awareness around this, I also want you to notate how it shifts things for you. Let us know 
How has this shifted the way that you show up? What was your greatest takeaway from this episode? That will be a phenomenal way for you to communicate in written form your greatest takeaway. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this amount of time that we've had here today to learn about communicating in a way that aligns with you from a place of love, Lord, so we can impact the world in precisely the way that you have called us to impact. In your mighty name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Hey mama, one quick thing before you go. If this podcast blessed you in some way, the number one way you can pay it forward is to head over to iTunes Treasured Mama Podcast and leave a review and subscribe to the channel.